Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The volatility continues on Wall Street, and we've seen big up and down days. But markets are steadily heading higher after retesting those lows back at the end of September. And we've also seen a lot of action in the cannabis space. So we'll take a deep dive into that as well and get some names too. Today we're talking stocks and weed. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Gaines. Let's bring on Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital, based here in Chicago. And Mike is the author of the book, Calculated Risk. Mike, always great to have you on the Gaines podcast. Great to be here. Thanks a lot for having me again, and uh, looking forward to speaking. All right, we're going to talk pot stocks here in a bit, and we'll delve into that. And I know, Mike, you're, you know a ton about the cannabis space. But first, I wanted to get your take on markets. There's been a ton of volatility uh, we did retest those June lows back at the end of September. So wanted to get your take on things, where we've been and where you see us going from here. Yeah. So basically, we, we bottomed out about a week ago in the S&P and the NASDAQ. I say bottomed out because we're not sure uh, if, that, if that level is going to be breached or not. But certainly these early indications in the earnings for, for this quarter, for, for third quarter, uh, seem to be promising. Uh, we got another good one that just came out in Netflix uh, after hours, and and uh, even United was pretty good. So, so earnings are going to be the focus over the next few weeks until we wait for the Fed. So, uh, you know, it, it does look like it's starting off well, and that maybe this 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 bottom we hit uh, last week is is going to is going to hold. But that's really going to be dependent on on company specific earnings, and then. We can go into the Fed coming up in a little bit, but uh, um, those are those are what's on the horizon. And uh, you know what, what we see here at MJP Capital is that we think earnings are going to be a surprise, only in that I, that we believe that forecasts have gotten so dour that stocks probably will will rise in this quarter at the end of this this third quarter here, or going into the fourth quarter as these earnings come out. Um, and then we'll see after that. But we'll have to wait for the Fed for what they're going to do in their rates uh, both November and December. And, and you mentioned earnings. We're getting a slew of them as of late. And the most important part is forward guidance. And, you know, so far, just kind of give us a, what companies have stated thus far as far as giving us forward guidance going into the end of the year and looking forward. Yeah, so here's the game on Wall Street. You know, you, you always want to 
over deliver after under promising. And that's basically what I think has happened and what's setting up for this for this third quarter earnings season in this fourth quarter here. Um, there's been enough. And, and actually, the perfect example is Netflix here. Right. So Netflix first few quarters had negative subscriber growth. So everybody everybody ratcheted down their expectations. So they come into this this earnings announcement here. They have 2.4 million new subs, and the stock's up over 10% after hours. And it, it's not surprising because you know here's a stock that that's down significantly for the year and got killed right away first quarter um, when they announced uh, a loss of subscribers. So you know these companies are setting up a situation where. We believe at MJP Capital this is a pretty good buying opportunity short term just to play this earnings cycle um, just because we think that most companies have investors and Wall Street in general expecting almost the worst Armageddon inflation-based profit squeezes, and they're going to come out and surprise. And the main reason behind this thesis is that we haven't had – a whole lot of pre-announcements. And usually if you have a poor quarter uh, for corporate earnings, you've had a bunch of pre-announcements and, and, and there really hasn't been. So I think this is going to be a good bounce you can play to maybe S&P 4,000 just in, and, you know, we're sitting at what, 3,700-ish 30, 30, or so. Um, so, I mean, that's a pretty good bounce back. Uh, on a year when the S&P is down 20% for the year, Nasdaq's down 30%. We could you could play that bounce and that, but then you have to realize, you know, you have the Fed coming in at the end of the year, and they are definitely going to raise rates again and continue to show that they're going to be pretty strong-armed as far as as far as tightening uh, uh, the monetary policy. So. You know, you've got that coming up, but I think you can play the earnings for on the bullish side, um, and and you're seeing it already play out in the last, uh, basically in the last four or five trading days. And you've seen companies kind of sandbag before going into this earnings season. It seems like they were kind of bracing Wall Street, and you talked about uh, under promise and then over deliver is often a key part of it. Uh, One other uh, thing that's out there, we're steadily approaching it, and I think it's a factor. I'd love to get uh, uh, your opinion as well. I think the midterm elections, uh, we may see potential rallying going into that. It looks like we're going to get probably some kind of mixed government. Wall Street loves that. They, Wall Street generally doesn't like when one party is in complete control. Um, and I'm often wondering if we're rallying, if that's a factor and we're going to rally into the election and then uh, maybe have a sell the news type situation. Thoughts on that? That's a great, great call. Um, that's going to go along with with our thesis of, of just the quarterly earnings being better than expected. Certainly the timing is the same. So you're looking at first week in November. Um, so yeah, I think over the next three to four weeks, we're, we, the, the bet, the, the smart money I think is, is going to be long here and they've been getting killed all year, but I think right now it, it, it will be into the elections and even beyond elections. 
But then when we start looking at the Fed, I think investors have to be careful because they have been pretty consistent with trying to douse any significant asset rally here. Every time we have a have any kind of a 5 to 10% move, uh, Powell comes out and says, hey, I want to remind you guys that assets aren't going up anymore. He doesn't actually say that, but that's what it, it seems like. Uh, you know, he, he's, you know, he's very, very, uh, um, you know, sincere in what in, in, in trying to trying to calm down this inflationary situation. But if, if corporations could come out and beat like they have so far, you're going to have this rally. And then 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 we get to the Fed. And then the question will be, will investors be willing to start looking beyond the Fed? And that's how we get over four thousand. OK, we get over four thousand by investors getting beyond the Fed rate. Hikes. But nobody's going to be able to get beyond them if no one can see the end of them, right? So that's where we get in the end of November and December, and and whether this rally has legs will be determined by investors' ability to be confident that there is an end game in place for Fed rate hikes. I don't think we'll see it. I think it'll set up for a choppy end of year, um, possibly a little bit of a pullback, as you had said. But I do think that we saw the lows for the year. I'm, I'm very hesitant to say that, but I think we saw the lows in the year because I think corporate profits are going to rule the, rule the day in, the, in this fourth quarter enough to calm markets to where we don't set a new low, um, say, in November, December, uh, which is what a lot of people are predicting, but we don't think that'll happen. As you mentioned, the Fed just wants to get credibility here and follow through with what they said they were going to do. Do you like the Fed's move here to get control of inflation and some of the issues that we saw before? I I, I don't think they could do that easy money path that they were doing for so long. Um, It feels refreshing to see the, the Fed, in my opinion, be a little bit responsible and follow through with their true mandate. Uh, your thoughts on that, Mike? Well, inflation is tough because the Fed alone, they would have to raise rates pretty significant from here to single-handedly stop inflation without causing a, and and then you're using a blunt instrument to try to to try to do a, a, a surgery. And what really needs to happen is some some help on the fiscal side. The fiscal side has been just spending. I don't want to use reckless because that then I get political. But you know they definitely been spending. It, stuff, it's reckless, know, on, uh, hey Mike. It, it, it's it, it's, it's know, reckless. It I mean, been, right? it is what it is, man. You're you're it you're spot on. Is. Yeah. So so it's been happening for a while now, and and so the Fed can raise rates, but you know inflation's not going to come down in a significant manner until the Fed and the, and the government and the Biden administration are in lockstep, and they're not. Um, they're opposite. They're basically they're basically battling each other. One's spending money and printing printing money, and the other is is raising rates. So you're not going to see a a significant uh, dampening of inflation until we get fiscal policy back in order as well. Okay, I don't think the Fed should be the one only one fighting this thing. And if if they could work together, the Fed could probably end this uh, uh, hike cycle soon. And and you'd see inflation start coming down. Uh, but it's not going to happen if we keep having big, exaggerated fiscal policy uh, expansion. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, the election is, has something to do with this. Right. So, you know, you can't blame um, 
Biden in a way for 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 doing it right before elections. But, man, after this is over, I sure hope we start to calm down the spending uh, because there it, it, it's there's no way you're going to stop inflation if you continue to print money. And, and, and talk about window dressing ahead of the election, tapping the uh, strategic oil reserve to keep uh, uh, fuel prices down, gasoline prices down. Another factor here, I say it all the time on this podcast, get together some energy policy and start going after it domestically. And I think a lot of these other problems could uh, shrink away uh, quickly. Uh, Do you see like me that there's mismanagement on the energy front? And if we came up with a, a really aggressive package to start producing energy here and being aggressive on that front, you could alleviate a lot of problems, too, especially on the inflation front. Listen, I, I try to be as apolitical as possible. I'm not saying let's bring Trump back, okay? But but I'm just saying that and I'm agreeing with you in that, you know, we had control over the energy situation at least as much as we possibly can of a country of 350 million people, and then we stopped. And look what happened at the gas pump, and look what happened with inflation. And, you know— we have to get that under control when, when we, we have to be able to control the things we can control. And we had it. We, we, we had the ability to produce enough oil to be self-sufficient. And, and, and by the way, going, let me just say, by the way, we could have been helping Europe as yep. well. And a lot of people don't realize a lot of these global problems might not be quite to their degree if there wasn't the mismanagement of uh, energy policy, especially here in the United States, and it's affecting other places in the world, and then forcing us to go to unsavory places and everybody else to unsavory places to to get the energy that's needed. Yeah, the energy market's a global market, right? So any, any production that's lost affects everybody. So if, we, if, if America, being one of the largest producers of, of energy in the world, uh, as far as oil, um, it, it if we lower our production or, or reduce our capacity to produce, which is what, what happened, it's going to affect everybody. And then it happens, right? And then, of course, we have this this war in, in Ukraine that just, you know, um, causes more problems with, with energy and, and natural gas and, and, and oil. So, yeah, it was pretty bad timing, right? And it just happened. You know, think, things happen, and, and, and it's the way it is. But, you know, at a time when the U.S. could be could be producing, could be a, a net surplus producer of, of oil, um, we're not. And this is exactly when the world would need it. So, yeah, we, we, we have to address that. Hopefully we will uh, during this administration. Um, we, we will see after the elections. I'm sure nothing will be done before then. But, um, you know, hopefully something will be done where we go back to, to, to more energy independence so that we can get a little bit more control over this oil. I mean, every time you go to the to the gas station, you're reminded of what it was like, you know, four years ago versus now. And the grocery and, uh, store. And the grocery store. And yes, the every, everywhere. Yeah, yeah pretty everywhere. much everywhere. I was just at Disneyland with my with my kids and I mean, the place, the prices were unbelievable and there still were, it was still jammed. It's like crazy. But, I, you know, you go get a, uh, a pop, it's like 12 bucks. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, it's just, it's everywhere you look, everywhere you're, you're at, um, when, you, when you stay at a hotel, you know, when you get on an airline. I mean, the fly, the fly to LAX was $600 one way. And I'm not wow. flying fancy airlines there, Andy. Uh, I'm talking about. Oh, your, you didn't take the I'll private jet down there. You didn't take the. <laughs> you didn't take the private jet down there. 
No, didn't do that. No, I was on Southwest with yeah. my kids, and it was six hundred dollars each way. You know, it, it's you know it's out of hand, and it's it's much of this is it starts with energy. I mean, energy prices drive everything, man. Every it drives all inflation. It starts with energy, and uh, that's why this is spiraling because that's where it started, and then everything else just just kind of gets gets in lockstep with energy because so many goods and services require energy to be produced and uh that's what then then you have this rampant inflation and uh you know it, it, it it's it's not a, a completely easy fix because you have geopolitical problems as well but Certainly, if the U.S. was in a better position, we would not be seeing the inflation numbers we're seeing. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk weed when we come back with Mike. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If that's an option for you, I've been told that's podcast gold. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday mornings. We'll be right back with Michael Palumbo after the break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All right, back with Mike Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk. He's based here in Chicago. Um, Mike, I, I know you know a ton about the uh, space, marijuana, cannabis, weed, whatever you want to call it. There's been some movement. Before I start hitting you up with... Uh, picks and, and, and players and that kind of thing. And I know you like the domestic players uh, even more so than uh, some of the the, the Canadian uh, stocks. But uh, let's just start with uh, we've had recent movement in the cannabis space and, and just kind of hit on what's going on here. So, uh, you know, recently uh, President Biden had, had said that he, he would release anyone held in federal prison for cannabis possession. That is more of a headline grabber. It doesn't really move the needle much, not only just in the cannabis space, but just in, in, in society. There's not many people in federal prison for cannabis possession. It's still great that 
the few people that are being released that that should happen. But the bigger issue is is that he had said that uh, he wanted the DOJ to take a look at rescheduling cannabis. Now that's that's the real needle mover if it if it does happen, uh, because right now uh, you've got cannabis in, on Schedule One with drugs like heroin and LSD. Uh, schedule two is cocaine and, and meth and fentanyl. So, uh, you know, to get it off schedule one, get it a, away from two and put it on three or deschedule it completely. Um, either of those things are gin- uh, g- ginormously important because it will take the taxation of the industry. Uh, it will affect it dramatically. So there's a, a tax code t- called 280E, 280E. And that is that is the code that that basically requires all cannabis uh, producers, all flower touching companies, to have to, to to not be able to write off a lot of their operating expenses. So, you're so you're basically incurring expenses that you cannot take off for taxes, and so you're t- paying tax on your revenue without having many deductions. And it ends up where most of these companies can't be profitable. And can't be cash flow. And, and so they won't be able, a lot of these companies really won't see any profitability until this changes. I, I think a lot of people are not aware of that. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the, the earnings for, for these companies, it's, they're still, even the best run ones, like the green thumbs of the world, uh, they're, they're not very profitable. I mean, they're, they're you know, they're, they're made, they're making you know, two percent, three percent on on revenue, five percent on revenue, maybe. I mean, it's because nothing flows through after you get through two eighty e after all the state taxes that you have, and so what 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 happens is is they make a ton of revenue, but they don't keep anything right now. And so the the biggest thing you got safe banking too. We can go into that, but but you know the biggest thing affecting these companies right now is is the fact that they have this taxation that other competing things like alcohol and other other things even even cigarettes i mean don't have to pay the taxes that cannabis companies do right now and it's all because of where it's being scheduled and you know it, it's right now like i said it's being lumped in with heroin so you know we have to get it off schedule 1 and 2 and, and put it somewhere else I, you can keep it on the schedule but if if you if you want, but if, as long as it's off of one and two, that two eighty e gigantic tax problem goes away, and then all of a sudden these companies become profitable and they become much more interesting. It's hard to value a company that has a ton of revenue but can't make any money because it's getting taxed away. So you know, as the year has played out, because nothing has been done, uh, you know, by the the uh, Congress and and the and the and the Biden administration. Uh, people become more and more skeptical that they, things may never get done, at least not in in this four-year term. And a lot of these companies are, are getting strangled because they, they, they're just paying too much in taxes, and they're, they're basically not even cash flow positive. A few of them are. The best-run ones are. But you're talking about companies that if you change the 280E um, – they become like normal companies. And, and, and you can get um, bipartisan support for some of this. This is not really just a one-party issue. Exactly. If you ask the average American uh, voter, I think it polls to about 65% that want cannabis reform. 
And it's over 50%. I, I don't want to say 60, but it's, it's between 50 and 60 that they want it completely legal nationwide. So, you know, if you take it away and not, not look at legal nationwide, but just cannabis reform from where it is now, it's two-thirds of the population that, that want this. So it definitely is bipartisan. And, you know, the Democrats have made it their their issue that they're going to solve, and they've said that they're going to solve. But, you know, they've had now almost – we're coming up on two years where they've, they've had the House, the Senate, and the presidency, and they still haven't gotten any passed. So, you know, markets are getting skeptical, and for good reason, because nothing's being done. Now, this last last statement by the president here, of, you know, not coincidentally right before elections that he's going to do something – yeah, the market right away jumped twenty percent overnight. And, 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 and here, I want to just throw one one sure. player out there, and you've and I, you and I have talked about this in the past. It's the Advisors Share Pure U.S. Cannabis ETF, MSOS. Yep. When you start the conversation, we 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 got to start there as as something to to be a guide for the overall. I mean, it's 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 the U.S. It's the domestic cannabis ETF. Again, that ticker's MSOS. Got that from Mike, by the way. You were just talking about that that Biden move, and we saw right. movement on that MSOS, and, and I'll let you pick up. Sure. It, so, it just took right, off so, uh, right when that was announced. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, it, intraday. So so he apps at, came out at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central. The market's still open. Makes this announcement. MSOS jumps like 25% in, in, in like a minute. So... And, and on ridiculous volume, I think it was the highest volume day in, in the history of the ETF and in a lot of these stocks, individual stocks histories as well, that happened in that last hour of trading. And it followed through in the after hours, another like 15% after hours. And then the next day, the market was down and people started realizing this could be just political theater. There may be no follow through because there hasn't been followed through in in past uh, statements like this, and and now it's come back down. It's around ten dollars, which is still about ten percent over where it was when Biden announced it. But it's come back most of the way back towards where it was. And you know, these stocks are there's some great stocks, well run cannabis companies that are just waiting for a fair playing field. What I mean by fair is just compared to their competitors and other um industries like like alcohol you know and it's pretty hard to compete when you're getting taxed at a different rate than everybody else so that that's where we're at right now uh we're hopeful that something happens in the in the in the next year with a mixed congress which is what we look looks like we're going to have i'm i'm you know i'm skeptical that it that it will happen but as you stated it's a bipartisan issue when it comes to the electorate but so far, Republican legislatures uh, legislators have not come out, at least not in, in large numbers, to support it. So it will be harder, let's say, if Republicans, as expected, uh, you know, retake the House uh, or and or Senate. If both of these are, are going to be close, I think. But, you know, it's a pretty good bet they'll at least get one of them. Um, if that happens, you know, Again, the market already knows this, right? Because they know the polling, and 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 so, uh, if the Dems happen to happen to keep everything, you you will see a rally in these names just on that. But I think that even if we have a mixed Congress, you probably won't see much of the sell because it's already kind of baked in. And then then you'll have to just see how how hard 
it will be in the next year or two to get this legislation finally passed, both for the 280E, uh, um, taking care of that, which means descheduling or rescheduling cannabis away from all these hard drugs that are, it's not anywhere near. I mean, how could it be on on the same level as heroin? It's just ridiculous, but that's the way it's been. We have to get that rescheduled. And then we also have to take care of safe banking, which is something that I know Cory Booker has said he's, he's interested in changing. Schumer has as well. But again, these are Democrats that have said it, but they haven't done it. So we'll have to see if we can get bipartisan uh, work done in in the next uh, year or so, and, and you know we're hopeful, uh, but we do think just on the on the fact that these companies are so cheap that that they are set up to to rally on any kind of good news, you know. And you saw that you saw that when Biden came out, it's jumped twenty five percent literally in a minute. So there's it's it's ready to 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 move up, but you have to get it give it solid reason that there is some some positivity. I mean, this is something that, that was, you know, MSOS was trading in the 20s uh, when when things were looking like there, there would get we would get some legislation done in, in 2022. And then all year, it just basically has marched lower, lower, lower as it also just along obvious. with the I also think there's a factor there where it's been considered growth. And, uh, you know, the, yeah, the, the broader market's back. down and, and growth in particular has been decimated. Right. So the Nasdaq's down 30 percent on its own. So certainly, yes, it's 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 getting hit both sides, just industry specific. that It's not getting the legislation that they expected. And then you've you've got um, just growth names in general, as you've stated. So, you know, at the beginning of the year, MSOS was twenty five dollars and it's ten now. So. That's that's a that's a sixty percent move down in in one. So that's double the Nasdaq move down. So that'll tell you how badly it's been decimated in, just in this last you know nine ten months. Um, certainly a lot of room to, to to go back up. Even if it just retraces half of that, you're talking about a forty percent gain. You know just 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 going uh, you know not even half. I mean uh, half would be about a fifty percent gain. So, you know, if we just get some some of this back, some positivity back, but there just has been nothing other than this recent announcement by Biden and whether that was political theater. And I was on, you know, I was on your new business hour talking about it then. And I kind of was skeptical then. I, I still am. that I think that it's more political at this point, And then we'll see next year whether they they, they follow through and do something. But, you know, it, it, these stocks are so cheap. Uh, they're just so cheap, but they're they're not making they're not they're not actually generating positive cash flow yet because of the tax situation. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens in, in next year. But, you know, we certainly are bullish on, on the sector down here for sure. And, uh, you know, you just have to have the stomach to wait this out and, and make this a longer term gamble of m- maybe more than even next year and just say, OK, I'm going to put this I'm going to put a couple of these the best names in my uh, you know, in my uh, portfolio and forget about them for a couple of years. Cause I think that's really the best way to, to trade these names. People that are day trading them. I mean, it, it, that's not, I know they're, they're highly volatile, but, but, you know, be an investor here, be, believe in the sector, believe in the story. And then you can kind of just let the, let the thing play out, you know, and, and, and especially at levels where we're at here, I think you'll be pretty happy a couple of years from now that you bought it. Full disclosure, my play for, cannabis stocks and and this is my current play for quality crypto dollar cost average you know my my weed play right now is just dollar cost averaging into the etf 
um, at set intervals over the next two, three years. And, uh, and, and, and I'm sure I'll be fine. I'm, I'll, there'll eventually be movement. That's the same, you know, tactic I'm using with Ethereum and Bitcoin and only Ethereum and Bitcoin. And like I said, with, with my weed play, that's MSOS dollar cost average. And I wanted to get your take though, Mike, on some of the names that are in that basket and then give me some kind of gold stock, some kind of, you know, sh- moonshot in, in the space. Okay. All right. Well, the the two names we like the most, as far as you know, billion dollar market cap plus names that we we know will will be there and make it through the long haul. We would say uh, we, we would say is Green Thumb, which is an Illinois based company, um, well run. They are actually profitable, which is so hard to do in this in this environment. And 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 uh, you know we like their ten dollars and eighty three cents. I think they closed today. So. Um, let me, let me check on the market cap, but it's just over, it's two and a half billion now. Um, what's the ticker on that again, Mike? That's G T is in Tom B is in boy. I F is in Frank. Um, so these American, uh, base companies are all, all all the tickers are ending in F because they're basically, uh, like pink sheet companies. Cause you have to, you have to trade them through that. They're actually, uh, listed in Canada. Uh, because that's the other thing about safe banking that hasn't been passed yet. We can't even list these companies on American exchanges yet. So that's another issue that hopefully will get resolved soon. And then the other stock we like is, is a stock that's based in Florida and, and owns Florida, basically. And, and has, it has branched out in other places, but they're very good down there, is truly. And, and that's another stock that has, has been able to find very little profitability, but at least, you know, cash flow positive and a company that, you know, we think is is going to make it for the long haul to two billion dollar uh, company. So these are two of the bigger names that that you know easily could double or triple if any kind of movement in legislation um, going forward. And uh, um, you know, we we think that 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 certainly, like I said, you, you have to look uh, beyond the next few months and maybe even beyond the next year and and realize that this is going to happen. And that uh, uh, the valuations down here are taking such negative, um, you know, news and, and, and are, have such negative sentiment right now that, you know, they're, they're, it's just a good bet. It's a good bet long term. Um, you may not get the news you want right away, but it's pretty hard to believe valuations are going to go much lower than where they are right now. Um, so. I, another one that um, I keep an eye on uh, from time to time is Cresco Labs. The ticker on that is C-R-L-B-F. It's C-R-L-B as in boy, F as in Frank. Any thoughts yeah, on Cresco Illinois Labs? Name. Yeah, another an Illinois-based name. Uh, what, thoughts on Cresco? They're not quite, I, I don't feel they're as well run as Green Thumb, but um, they're, you know, I know some of the some of the founders there and they're good guys. Uh, one's a friend of mine, to be honest with you, but um, they're, they're good. They're good people. They run a, a tight ship there. Certainly that's another good bet in this space. Um, if you want to pick names, I mean, that would be a, to us a second tier name, meaning it's still a, a, a good name, but I put it below the, the two I mentioned, but having said that it, it's also priced a little bit cheaper than the other two. So, 
you know, if, if, if things turn around, they, it might get a better pop than the na- names I've said, but I, I stick with the, what I think the, the gold standard names in the industry uh, that I know are, are, are going to be, are going to make it through this, this, uh, this tough period, because not only are they, they uh, facing the, 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 the headwinds of, of, um, you know, the, the, on the legislative side, they also, you know, they're in consumer discretionary, right? So, so you know, when you have high inflation and, and, and consumer discretionary names are getting hit, they're getting hit that way too. So it's just luckily cannabis has been shown to be one of the last things that folks are going to give up, kind of like alcohol, uh, where they, they would rather, um, you know, move down uh, as far as how many times they eat out but they still want to have their their uh, little bit of cannabis here and there, just like alcohol the same way. Not quite totally recession-proof, but at least not as bad as some other uh, consumer discretionary areas. So, But they're getting hit there, too. That's another reason why these stocks are down. I mean, it's basically been a perfect storm here. And that's why, you know, in, in perfect storms, if you can see just any glimmer of hope, it's that's the time to be buying, right? Um, uh, you don't want to be buying when everybody loves the name and all the all the news is fantastic and it's all priced in, right? Give me a third tier, though. You know, you gave us you know okay. best of class, right, now, but I'm, give me give me a, a gains degenerate play, and yes. it's okay. We I am understand. Not this name, yeah. But if you want a stock that can go up times ten uh, in the next few years with with some some uh, positive. Uh, legislative movement and, and other things. Uh, there's a company also, uh, a Miami-based name called Consortium, and, and that's another name, and that symbol is C, Nancy, Tom, Mary, Frank, C-N-T-M-F, and it's another, you know, pink sheet name that uh, it's now down to $40, $40 million market cap. But this stock, you know, uh, I mean, it's been over a dollar, uh, only only a year ago so um you know this is a name that 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 could 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 give you a 10xer whereas some of these other names aren't going to do that for you but they're they're safer and i'm i'm not stating on here i'm long that name but you want you want to you want a moonshot name and i gave it to you no no i i appreciate that and 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 that's exactly what it is it's for us degenerates like myself Uh, who are willing to just kind of, you know, play a little roulette uh, in the weed game. But uh, give that ticker one more time. This is uh, one that is uh, very, very risky, uh, but it may be a 10-bagger if things would go the right way. But again, tons of risk with this name. Give the ticker and name again. Yeah, it's Consortium out of Miami, mostly in Florida-based operations. The ticker is C, Nancy, Tom, Mary Frank, CNTMF. All right. And as we wrap up uh, the Gains podcast today, Mike, what's your takeaway? You know, we've talked about the market direction and the cannabis space. Uh, your takeaway from the overall conversation. Yeah, is that is that uh, I think we're, as usual, pretty much in agreement that we have a, a situation set up where we could have a little rally here. And then after we get past elections going to the into the Fed, where that's where the pullback could happen again. And whether we retest the lows or not, I don't think we will. But I, I do think playing being bullish through these earnings is going to pay off. And then and it has already uh, in the first uh, week, week and a half here. And and uh, I think then you have to reevaluate when you get past elections and then look at look at what is the Fed going to do? 
in November and December, we certainly think they're going to tighten and um, more in the market. That's, that's fairly obvious. It's the question is, is how much is Powell going to speak about further tightening? Um, it, we will not get past 4,000 S&P without Powell showing us an end to the road of, of tightening. And I don't know that we get that this year. So uh, watch for a, a bullish run here in the next few weeks and then a lot of volatility at the end of the year. That, that's my call anyway going forward. All right. Big thanks to Michael Palumbo, founder of MJP Capital and author of the book Calculated Risk here in Chicago. As always, be sure to subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. As mentioned a million times, I've been told that's podcast gold i'd appreciate the solid there and as always subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new gains episode drops we are back next wednesday and i look forward to seeing you then a news radio wbbm podcast powered by odyssey t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.